Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we crack open a new bottle of wine. We do, Natalie. And this week we're talking about the differences between buying versus leasing a car. Yes. The things to consider before getting a new car, the pros and cons of buying versus leasing, and how to decide which one is right for you. Yeah. It's actually kind of a big decision. It's a huge decision. And we all have been faced with it. You know, I feel like we're in that age where it's like, what do we do? Yeah. You're like right at the age, like, should I just lease for two more years Mm -hmm. or should I actually do it? and buy a car. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into it. By the end of the episode, you will know what is right for you, your time in life. Mm -hmm. And we have lots of great tips and information here. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) But should we intro the wine? We should definitely intro the the wine. Okay. So we are drinking the La Caña Albarino. This is a... Is it a sparkling wine? No. Oh, mine has like little bubbles in it. This is... Probably from my glass. (laughs) Yeah. I have really no idea what this is. It's from somewhere else. It's from Spain. Oh, wow. Exotic. I really don't know like the varietal. I really have no idea. It's a big surprise, really. La Caña Albarino. I'm excited for it. Oh, you're going to pour. I'm going to pour it so our our lovely amis can hear. Get some ASMR. The ASMR. Mm. Wowie, wowie kazowie. That was a nice one. All right. <laughs> okay, cheers, cheers to, to buying or leasing a car. Buying or leasing a vehicle. Blink. All right. Oh, shoot. <laughs> see. Are you sure it's not sparkling? I'm sure it's not sparkling. Do you feel what I'm feeling in my mouth? It's a little effervescent. Oh, okay. Okay, well, well, we'll discuss it at the end of the episode. I mean, you know, I shouldn't say that I know that for a fact because, I mean, no, it's not sparkling. It's got a little pop to it, though. Yeah, it says that there's flavors of pineapple and bright citrus. So maybe it's just like a little, it's a little zesty. There we go. Yeah. It's zesty and fun. I love her. I love that for her. (laughs) Yep. We're going to rate her at the end against our hottie of the week, who we will mention at the the end end of the episode. At the end. I feel like you're mad at me. And okay. do you want to address Here's it the thing. here before we get into buying or leasing a car? Yes. Okay. This, I'm not mad at you. Okay. I feel like there was a misunderstanding. Right. Is what happened. And this has happened a couple of times. Well, the first time I believe was on purpose. It was not. It wasn't on purpose? No. When you told me to go see Spring Breakers? No. Knowing it was the worst movie of all time. No, it wasn't. <laughs> It was not. Okay. So if you if you're a longtime listener, you've heard the story, I think. Yeah, you've when, told it before. When Corinne told me to go see Spring Breakers, she was like, Oh, you've gotta see it the whole night. And it was like truly the worst thing that's ever <laughs> entered my retinas, right? Spring Breakers <laughs> is a movie that came out in like 2011 or something. Something. Oh my God. It was so bad. I genuinely, it was very stylized and I thought Nat would like this. Like it's, you know, it has a lot of danger and I thought maybe would be into it. Yeah. That was my bad. That, that was, was a, that was my bad. That, yeah, did not track what, for me. Yeah. What 
recently had happened, also my bad. Yeah. So I was just talking with Joe and Corinne and somehow they told me that I had to see Time Traveler's Wife, that this was like a must see for me. So okay, okay, okay. contact. <laughs> Joe and I, Joe had never seen it. And we were talking, we've been talking about time travel recently <laughs> in our everyday life. And then and we watched it together and we really enjoyed it. He loves romance. He's a Pisces. He can yeah. get very into, buy into the storyline and right. loves magic and all right. things like that. So, so we were, ex- we, we were coming from, um, not a clear head space cause we were very excited. Right. So they told, they really sold it to me. <laughs> so I go home and I, I was like, oh, there it is on Netflix. I've never seen it. And Joe and Corinne, 10 out of 10 recommend. So I'm going to go ahead and watch it. I'm over here thinking that this, like, (laughs) that the time travel was, like, metaphorical. Or, like, or I was thinking there was going to be a big twist at the the end. He's in a coma. I thought he was in a coma the whole time. And Mm -hmm. these were, like, coma dreams or something. No. No, not at all. So imagine my surprise when he like goes back in time to the to see the little version of his wife and he's naked in a bush <laughs> with a blanket and he's like no this is how I time travel like all my clothes fall off and I go into a different fucking dimension or something so I'm like what is going on so I'm watching it and I <laughs> text or snapchat Corinne and I was like so I feel like you might ha- this might be bamboozling me a little bit oh my god I was, giant, was I was crying laughing because then I had come out of my days of watching the movie and, and being like really into it and I was imagining Natalie alone on her couch <laughs> watching this movie like what the fuck is going Truly. on because it's it's unbelievable it's so on un- i mean i'm all for an unbelievable plot line but this was like are you fucking kidding me and i and okay. then i snapped i said if this woman is pregnant with a time traveler baby i don't know what i'm gonna do with myself turns out she is pregnant with a time traveling fetus and i thought uh, uh, the wheels have come off. The wheels have come I will say the off book is of good. this plot line. I will say that the book is better. I, I read the book when I was a teenager, and it was it was good. And then you know it's Rachel McAdams. It was food. whack. Okay. okay, okay, it was whack. And I will say, in retrospect, that wasn't the right movie for you. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> and I shouldn't it. have recommended it to you. But you know, it was it was a fun little experience. Oh my I god! I also have so up. many questions though. Like. I don't know how long he's gone. Like when he disappears. Sometimes it's two weeks. Sometimes it's two hours. It depends on the circumstance. Sometimes it makes it seem like he's gone for like decades. No, 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 no. He's just, he'll, he'll the most you think he's gone is two weeks. Because he misses Christmas and New Year's. They never explicitly state. You have to read the book. And maybe that's their next <sighs> with the time traveler's wife. Maybe that's my next iteration of my experience with the time traveler's wife. I will wife. say if you guys love romance and you love time travel, this could be the movie for you. Mm. That's giving me <laughs> I just can't recommend Let's move it. move on. Let's move. I just feel like this is a, a point of contention in our friendship and we will move Listen. on. Listen. Because our listeners want to know if they should buy or lease a car. Yes, they do. Because and you know what? I have. We've both asked ourselves. We, we both buy have, or and, lease a car? and recently too, we both just mm-hmm. went through this this exact journey. Yes, and it is quite a difficult decision because there are so many things to weigh out, which we will get into. 
We both bought cars, as Corinne has mentioned. We both considered leasing, so we did look into it. Mm -hmm. And we just felt overwhelmed by the whole decision and wanted to break it down for anyone else who might be feeling the same way. Yeah. Also, I'm not even going to lie to you. I kind of didn't really know how, like, leases worked. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's confusing. And, like, I feel like when I went to go buy it, my car, like, I didn't know if I should wait, what should, what should mm-hmm. I do, mm-hmm. what is a lease, how yes. does it really work? So this is the episode for you if you're considering getting a new car. But before you consider getting a new car, there are a couple steps that we want to lay out for you guys. So the first thing to do before you consider buying a car or getting a new car is to check your credit score. Having a good mm-hmm. idea of your credit report and your credit score and the interest rates that are out there can help you negotiate a good deal and save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. If you got good credit, you can really negotiate yes, in that you room. Can. You yes. can be like, and hey. your, your monthly payment can be quite low. Yeah. So have an idea of where you're at. And if you want a credit episode, I believe it's episode two. Episode number two. We, we break it all down for you there. Yes. So check that one out. So the second thing that you need to consider before getting a new car is research the trade-in value. If you're planning on trading in your current car, research the trade-in value via multiple sources so you have a good idea as to what the offer should be close to. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelly Blue Book is the standard that a lot of car, actually every car dealership I've ever been to has done Kelly Blue Book and they base their offers off of that. So yeah, and you can go online and just put in your current cars like mm-hmm. information and then Kelly, the website, kellybluebook.com, which we will link in the show notes, yes. like tells you it's estimated yeah. trade-in value. And then another one is CarMax. CarMax, yeah. you can put in your, like all your specifications and then special, specific, <laughs> that didn't sound right. Specifications. specifications? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That came out weird. But they can also give you another number. So like you just want to have like a couple different ones just to make sure that you know the ballpark. Yeah. And another thing to consider before getting a new car is to think about financing. So prior to visiting any dealership, have a sense of what kind of deposit you can put down and what monthly payment you can afford. I will say this, have that in your mind. Do not tell the car dealer mm. because they will negotiate the deal around what you tell them you can afford mm-hmm. and you maybe could have gotten it for even cheaper mm-hmm. so just have that number in your mind okay this is kind of what i'm looking for and if they ask you mum's the word stick to it just be like oh what can you offer me aha ha. get them get them <laughs> Okay, the next thing is research your car online. I'm sure you guys are already doing that, but do your homework before visiting the dealership. Go on the internet. It's a great resource for all your car buying needs. Check out reviews for the make, the model, and the year. Also, if you have any spef... I can't say the word. Specification. You can. You said it right the first time. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I'm tripping up on it. But yeah, specifications of the car that you are looking to buy. And also look for the average selling price in your area because it actually does differ like zip code to zip code honestly yeah and the last thing to consider before getting a new car is to take a close look at your budget and factor in any hidden fees so when buying or leasing a car there is more that goes into the overall cost than the sticker price so consider the registration fees taxes if you need to purchase a warranty possible repairs all of those other added costs also go into budgeting for a new car. 
Mm -hmm. Taxes are the one thing that I always forget. And then this last time when I was buying my car, I was like, oh yeah, forgot about that. (laughs) So now can we go into the pros of leasing? If you want to lease a car, what are some of the things that are actually beneficial? Yes. So some of the pros are that on the surface, leasing can be more appealing than buying because monthly payments are usually lower. You don't have to pay for service and repairs because the vehicle is under the manufacturer's bumper to bumper warranty. So you're like, something happens to it. You just take it in. They're fixing it. No problem. Especially those lower monthly payments Mm -hmm. because things can get pricey. Things can get pricey. Also, many cars can be leased without putting any money down, which is different than buying. The other benefit is that you get a brand new car every few years. So the average lease term is two to three years. Yeah. So if you're like, want to change it up, have some fun, mm-hmm. drive something new, don't want to commit, I'm a commitment phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus you're driving that car because it's always like a brand new car. Mm-hmm. So you're driving it during its most trouble-free years. All oh, right. It's prime years. Mm-hmm. And so like we just said, you're always driving a late, the latest model and it always has the free oil changes and the scheduled maintenance rolled up into it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty appealing. I can see how that's very appealing on the surface. Yeah, and you also, you get to drive a higher priced, better equipped vehicle than you might otherwise be able to afford. Like mm-hmm. you might not be, you might be able to drive a- An Audi. An Audi, yeah. but you couldn't buy one, you know? Right. So if you want to like me a little flashy on a budget. Mm-hmm. I, everybody in LA, I think, leases. Probably. Honestly. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Another pro to leasing is that you don't have to worry about fluctuations in the car's trade-in value or go through the hassle of selling it when it's time to move on. You just Mm -hmm. turn it in and you can sign another lease and you don't have to worry about all that back and forth. And like I just said, that last pro of leasing is at the end of your lease. You can just drop off the car at the dealer. But with that being said, once your lease is up, you won't have a car. So you'll Mm. need to find a new lease or you'll have to purchase a vehicle, which brings us to our next segment. The cons. The cons. Natalie, what are the cons of leasing? Yes. So number one is mileage limits. So car leases typically have a stated but negotiable maximum number of miles that the lessee can drive the vehicle per year known as the mileage allowance. The standard mileage allowance for a private driver lease normally ranges from like 10,000 to 15,000 miles per year. So if a driver exceeds the mileage allowance, they'll be charged an additional fee per mile, Mm. which is crazy. If you do decide to take on the responsibility of a lease, make sure you read the fine print. Yes. Per mile. This would be tough for me because like, for example, Joe and I, we love taking road trips, especially in the in this panini that we're in. In this little panini. Lots of road trips. Yeah. And so like we drive back and forth to Colorado and like I'm pretty sure in the next two to three years I might hit over 10,000. We just took my car there and back once and like Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll do it a few more times. So like that would be a huge con for me if I had to start paying for every Per mile. Over that. That would be not fun. Not, Not chill. Another thing that's not fun are lots of extra fees with leasing. So potential for extra fees um, include early termination fees, mile overages, and a range of other unexpected costs that are in that fine print you were saying. And also if you have kids and they like go crazy and they, you know, like totally mess up your back seat, like mm-hmm. you'll have to pay a hefty fee for that. Mm-hmm. Cause like 
kind of, you're sort of in a rental a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not your car. Right. So, yeah, if your kids do some damage, you're going to have to pay for them. Yeah. The next con is that it kind of can cost you more. In the end, leasing usually costs you more than an equivalent loan, if only because you're driving a rapidly depreciating asset. You'll often pay more in the long run for a comparable vehicle if you lease it rather than buying it. Leases can also come with many fees and penalties. It just, I feel like it looks attractive, but also again, all again, these, all that fine print, all that fine print starts to add up in the long term. Another thing that adds up or that kind of can be a con of leasing is that you can't pay it off. You will always mm-hmm. have a car payment. So you, every month you're not putting money towards anything, not putting money towards paying it off. Right. Like if you just lease forever, you'll always have a car payment where if you buy, eventually you won't. Eventually you will not have one. (laughs) And our final con of leasing a vehicle is that you don't own it. Mm -hmm. After leasing it, you really won't have anything to show for it. And it might feel like money down the drain. Even though cars depreciate quickly, it's still an asset once you pay it off. But with leasing, you really don't have anything. Yeah. So that brings us to our buying pros, I think. <laughs> and it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing. <laughs> okay, so the pros to buying. Number one, like you just said, you get to own your car. I mean, it's really as simple as that. Once you fully pay off your auto loan, they give you the title and that car is yours and you're free to sell it if you want, trade it, keep driving it, whatever you want to do with it. You can do whatever you want. You know, you can paint it, make it an art installation. Who knows? Why not? But it's yours. And by purchasing a car outright with cash, you own it immediately if you do Mm -hmm. it that way and you can do whatever you want with it. And then if you have a car loan, the lender holds the vehicle title until you pay it off with the financing. Mm So, and then you typically don't have any restrictions on what you want to do with the car. So, I mean, that's a huge, huge pro. And if you want to sell it and put the down payment towards a new car, Mm -hmm. yeah, you just, you have an asset. It also feels so good. So I have only paid off one car in my life. That is impressive. But I have not done that. When it when the title came after I'd paid it, I was like, oh, five years of work. Like I had it in my hands. Mm-hmm. And then I pretty much immediately But you sold it and you got some money for that. And I them. got a chunk of change for that car. There so, you go. Hey. Yeah. And like we said earlier, a pro to buying is that buying is cheaper in the long run. Mm-hmm. Now, if you pay off that car early, you'll save even more on interest payments mm-hmm. as well. So down the line, buying is financially more responsible. Mm-hmm. Another thing is you can drive the car as much as you want. There's another no mileage, mileage limit. limit or any of that stuff. Also, you can get cash to pay towards your next car, like mm-hmm. we just said. The other thing, a big, big pro, I think, is that you're building credit with your yes. car loan. You know, we love having a good credit score. Yes. So not only are you paying down your car, you're also investing in your future. You know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I just bought a house, which mm-hmm. eventually we will do a yeah. how to buy a house episode. And they saw that I had been paying off my car loan consistently. And that helped me get a mortgage. Yeah. Oh, I owe. No, I tell people all the time. I owe my entire credit score to my car, to paying yeah. that car off. Because it was like, it built it. And then because my credit score was so good, I could get another car. Like, it just really... Yes. When you're in a good credit situation, it really helps. It sets you up for a life, like literally to buy even a home down the line. Truly. 
Financing is also easier than leasing. So getting a car loan is easier for most consumers than buying a lease. That's interesting. I, I would know. think that getting a lease would be easier, but yeah. I guess probably because there's less liability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only are credit score requirements typically lower for a car buying loan, but the process is also more familiar to most shoppers. Hmm. Interesting. And the biggest pro of all, no more payments once the loan is paid off. When you, hey. make, when you make that final payment or you pay the cash up front, you don't pay. You just, you own it. Mm-hmm. And that alone is an excellent argument for getting a short car loan and keeping your car for a long time. Yeah. If you can pay that thing off and just drive it around, you won't be paying those monthly payments mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. So it sounds so great, but there are cons to buying as well. We're going to give buying its fair shot. Number one being that there are higher monthly payments. According to experienced state of the automotive finance market report issued Oof, in the- Say that five times fast. <laughs> Issued in the first quarter of 2020, the average monthly payment for those who bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee, very popular car, Mm -hmm. was $637, $159 more than the average monthly payment for leasing it. So it could be hundreds and hundreds of dollars more than if you were to lease that car. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Another con to buying a car is a larger down payment is required, typically at least 20% up front. And if you put more money down, of course, you can reduce the size of those monthly payments, but it will take a bigger chunk of your savings or wherever you're pulling that money from. So that is definitely a con. That is a con. Another con, we have said it several times, but cars depreciate. Everybody says that thing. Once you get a new car, you drive it off the lot and it loses half its value. Yeah, everybody says that. So... The actual statistic. Okay. Because you know, you know, we're out here. Ooh, hair toss. She just tossed her hair to the side. I tossed my hair. Uh, Because we we bring the facts. (laughs) By the one year mark after you purchase your car, its value will depreciate about 20%. Okay. It's about 20% after the one year of ownership. So that does not feel good. Sorry, I just bought a car and I'm about to hit a year in. August. Yeah. Okay. So your trade in value will obviously be less, but you can still trade it in. Okay. Whenever you want. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're still going to get something back for it, but it is going to be obviously less. Mm -hmm. Other thing is long-term maintenance costs, extended warranty costs, etc. So the longer you have your car, the more maintenance costs you can expect. And for me, for my last car that I just sold... I had a warranty on it for like five years or whatever. And then that runs out because, you know, Mm -hmm. you buy it with a warranty and then you have to decide, okay, do I get an extended warranty on it? Mm. And those can cost you like a couple grand. Yeah. So, you know. All things things to consider. All things to consider. Okay, so those are the pros and cons of leasing versus buying a car. And now how do you decide which one is right for you? The first thing to do is determine how much you drive each month and each year. Like we said, those mileage limits on a leasing car can be, you know, a huge con for you, especially someone like me who loves a road trip. Mm-hmm. So, or if you're a big commuter. Right. If you're driving back and forth from work. Once we long- go back to back to work. Yeah. 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 So buying may be the better option if you're behind the wheel a lot, but leasing might be more feasible if your commute is short. 
Mm -hmm. The next question to ask yourself is, do you want to keep the vehicle for a while or not? If you prefer to keep one vehicle for a long period of time, or if you care about equity and resale value, go ahead and buy. Mm -hmm. If you like the change of a new vehicle every so often, every, uh, like we said, two to three years, lease. Lease. And another thing to consider if you are deciding between buying or leasing is, are you interested in building credit? If you are, you should buy a car. Likewise, go for an auto loan um, if you want the payments, but only for short term. Lease when the affordability of lower monthly payments outweighs the burden of making car payments for what seems like forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lastly, if of if affording a larger down payment is a problem because with buying, you do got to put down a down payment, mm-hmm. but you want to buy eventually, a strategy you can do is to lease for now until you can save up for a future car purchase. But if interest rates are low, or you've got a great credit score that gets you a low APR, or rates are offered as part of a dealer incentive, then it might be worth the investment to buy. We were talking to our gal friend. Yes. We're at drinks. Right. We're at drinks we're like we are right now. La Kanya. Whatever this is. We're drinking this wine. And we're hanging so, with our with our besties, because we are. Yeah, we're hanging with our besties. Like what what will we tell them? Well, I'm going to say exactly what we would tell them because this is what you told me and you are my bestie to buy it. Buy a car. Buy it because I was considering leasing and then we were like, yeah, you know, I just don't, we, we, I feel like we, as, as people who are very like financially, uh, minded, mm-hmm. Felt like buying is the... If you can. If you can. Buy if you can. And if you have to lease, do your research. Do your research and read the fine print. Read the fine print and use that opportunity while you're leasing to save to buy a car. Mm-hmm. Because down the line, you, the more assets you have, the better, right? Yes. And I know for me, buying this house I just bought, having that car loan really helped assist out. Yes. Oh my God. My credit score has gotten me, because I'm a creative and like I don't have like a nine exactly. W2, like when I've applied to apartments and stuff, they're like, uh, can we just see your credit score? And I'm like, yes. And then they're like, okay, actually you're good. And I owe it all to my little Ford Explorer that I did cry when I sent him off. Oh, I, I cried when I got rid of my first car too. <sighs> I know. But then I, he was th- my friend. I gave my car away and then I sold it and then I was sad about it. And then I've never been sad about it since I was so excited on my new car. Oh yeah. No, I love my new car. Yeah, no, <laughs> I cried when I, Sold it. And then when I drove off the lot in my new car, I equally cried of happiness. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, and I will say another thing for the ownership is like the trade-in was the reason I was able to buy Right. My once you once car. you get that first car, now you're like it's a domino. Yes, it's yeah, a it's domino. Like a snowball of acquiring wealth. Yes. And the other thing, the reason I got such a good price for my trade-in was because I took really good care of it. You yeah. know, and mm-hmm. I think that that's another thing when you invest in something, you buy something is like, you're like, this is mine Yeah, that I pay every month for. Like, I'm going to take good care of him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, and not to put down leasing at all. If that no. is your option, just know, people know the pros and cons. love to lease. There are people that are like, oh no, I love to lease. Like, I don't care about that. I don't own it. Like, and that's good, good for them. Yes, you exactly. You got to do what's good for you. 
Well, you know what? We hope that you guys feel more confident about getting your future car. You understand these pros and cons of leasing versus buying a car, and you have a better idea of whichever we're supportive of all decisions yes. is better for you. Yeah. So now, should we circle back on this? Oh, can you please? What is the name of this wine? La Caña. La Caña. Albarino. I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if Albarino is the type of wine or if it is where it's from. Because the back great... the back of it also really doesn't tell me much. So hmm. I really don't know. We'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to it check it out. It is a product of Spain. But it's a white wine. It is a white wine I guess wine people don't, maybe Spain. don't know that. So we're going to rate this La Caña wine one to our hottie of the week, who Natalie pitched and is a very clever pitch for this. Adam Driver. Driver. <laughs> Get it, guys? Get it? Plus, Adam Driver is fine. Yes. I, he... I, he does I, it for some and not for others. No, I don't no, understand. No, but I grew into I've grown into him. First of all, I loved him. I watched Girls. Oh my god, I loved him on Girls. So I did watch that. I fell in love with him there. And then I kind of went through a phase where I was like, I don't know if I'm attracted to him. Right. But since recently I have, you know. Did you, you see Marriage Story? Mm-mm. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if that was the recent movie that you no, changed your mind over. No, 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 no. But I, I, I appreciate him. He's very like actor. Yeah, he and doesn't like, even I watch himself. Good, in I get good movies. vibes with him for him too. Like I feel like he's. Did I? I never told you. I stayed at his house. Oh no, I knew this. Oh, okay, because of the apartment. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Our our friend Eden was um, house sitting yeah. his house in New York City. But like, didn't she not even really know it was his at first? No, it was some girl who was running it from him, who had right. went out of town, and she was watching her place that was really Adam Driver's place. <laughs> and I went over there, and I was like walking around his house, like, wow, wow. Adam Driver lived here at one point. Anyways, and okay. now and now he's our hottie of the week. Full circle. Full, full circle moment. Okay, so. One to Adam Driver. What do you think of this Lacanya? When I first took a sip, I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Remember, I thought it was sparkling. It it's was. Not. It did look a little, I think it was just like. I think it might have been soot in my wine glass from the dishwasher. No, I think that sometimes happens with, hmm. I'm going to say it's like slightly below average. I was going to give it a four. I was going to say a four. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. It's really not anything that I would... You know what it might be good in? Like, can you do with a some, white wine sangria? I was going to say like with fruit in it. Yeah. It needs... It needs. Yeah. You need to add something to this. Feels like it's a mixer of some sort. It's not great. It's, yeah. it's not get, great. It doesn't stand up to Adam Driver in no way, shape, or form. Definitely not. Definitely But it will still be linked in the show notes if you guys want to pick up a yeah, bottle. If you want to try a four. I want to try a four, you know. <laughs> Settle for mediocrity. This <laughs> yes, is for you. This is for you. Okay, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game just to decompress and not... This week, we are playing Fuck, Fuck Mary Kill. Kill. And I'll just be honest with you, I don't feel confident about my choices. Mine aren't great either. Ugh. Okay, you go first because I have two that I could choose from. And so Okay, okay, yeah. you're going to go off my vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mine is childhood pets. So turtles, <sighs> goldfish, or hamsters. Okay, but this this is okay. I feel like every single kid I ever have known, including myself, 
at some point had a turtle, a goldfish, and a hamster. I never had a turtle. I had a hamster, and I had goldfish from like state fairs that I that I oh they die the next day immediately. You know what? I think I feel like people who had turtles loved them like beyond beyond loved them. Hmm. I had a turtle. It was okay. I think I'm gonna kill a goldfish because yeah. they're already dead basically when you get them. True. So kill a goldfish. That part. I feel like this is so weird because they're animals. So I'm not going to say fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to say love. <laughs> You're going to love a hamster? I'm going to marry a turtle. Okay. I'm going to marry a turtle. Turtles gonna... live hella long. Yeah. I just feel like they're reliable. So long commitment. They're not troublesome. Like they don't no. really, they just kind of like they're go in their there. little hole and then come out and eat like a piece of lettuce. Yeah. My hamster was th- like demonic. My ham- what type of hamster? I don't know what she was, but um, she had two brown eyes to start. Then one eye went blue. Then the other one went red. And then <gasps> oh, she would hell just, no! And then she would just her name was her name was Look originally insidious. Eve, and then we changed her name to Honey. And then we moved to a new house, and she got lost in all the boxes, like her cage, and she just rotted away in the garage. No. Yes. No. Not honey. <laughs> honey with the one blue and one did red Did anybody eye. ever find her cage? No, we did after we moved like a couple weeks later, and no one had fed her. She just had gotten lost. It's a sad story. Did you ever st- find her corpse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I put her into a... I can't tell this story. <laughs> We're already there. Okay, I put her into a Carl's Jr. bag and I threw her over the gate. <laughs> and I wrote a note in the Carl's Jr. bag that said, Sorry, I forgot about you. <laughs> it was a sad life for Honey slash Eve. Listen, sorry, Honey slash Eve. But, you know, I think that hamsters... I had a friend that had a hamster that we got for a science fair project and one day we were all watching a movie and we saw her she had a wiener dog and he it was outside and it had like a sponge in its mouth and we were like what is that like a yellow sponge and then it was like oh that's the the hamster hamster. they always have very tragic endings yeah our friend taylor her dad um left it in its ball no it was out running around the house and slammed it in a door (gasps) oh (laughs) she said it was really graphic (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I think hamsters just, it doesn't end well for them. No. And the other thing that I think about is like, when I have kids, I'm like, please don't ask me for a fucking rodent. Or no, no. Or what about an iguana? My brother had an iguana. I don't want anything that could be no, loose. I don't want an iguana. <laughs> I don't want a bearded... Actually, I kind of think... I, I could fuck with I'm a, gonna a say, bearded dragon. I was going to say, that's kind of I could do bearded dragon. What about snake? Well, I had two snakes growing up. Actually, fun fact. I might have said this before. I used to... Because I just ran my own life growing <laughs> as a child. My mom actually last night, she goes, Yeah, I just let you do whatever you want because I knew that if I tried to control you, you would rebel. And I was like... <laughs> Okay. Um, but I would just like wander around town and I would go to the sandwich store and I would, I had overalls and I would put my snake and my hamster in the front pocket and they never, he never ate the hamster. That is so weird, Natalie. <laughs> like that is a type of I mean, of I kid. was like seven. I was like seven years old. We would, we were opposites. You we were opposites. I would have never had a snake and a hamster in my front pocket. I just <laughs> would take them around. Yeah, I would take them on my little adventures to, to the sandwich place. 
Um, uh, but anyways, yeah, I hope that I, I would rather get my kids a dog, honestly. Yeah. Have don't, a dog. I don't, I don't want, want anything, pets. anything that could be like, uh Oh, it's not in its cage. I don't want, <laughs> you know, both my snakes got out of their cages. Yeah, no, that's, I can't, I already have an anxiety disorder yeah. that will, uh, exasperate can't. it. Can't. Okay. So here's yours. But since you did kind of something odd, I'm going to go this way. We're going to okay. do junk food, oh, very what? generic junk food, okay. but it is still difficult. Okay. Fuck, Mary Kell. Okay. Pizza, hot dogs, oh. burgers. Oh, this is actually hard. Ooh, I love a hot dog. I know. We I both know. love a hot we dog. We love, but we don't eat them ever. Yeah. Oh, it's like a 4th of July or a hot- Dodgers game yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so because of that, I'm going to fuck a hot dog. Okay, great I, I realize that that's a graphic sort of situation, <laughs> but it's because it's kind of like a, it's like a thrilling, like, ooh, yeah. like, you know, could be a little, a little spicy, you mm-hmm. know, who knows? So yeah, I'm going to fuck a hot dog. And then, oh, God, this is tough. I guess I'm going to... Uh, tough. I love a burger. I do love a burger, but I also am not like a huge meat person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love a burger, but I also equally love a veggie burger, honestly. Mm. And for that reason, I must kill the burger. Okay, that's fair. And I'm going to marry the pizza specifically. Pizzana. Cacio, the pizzana, cacio e pepe, yes. gluten-free. We had it this pizza. weekend. <laughs> we had it this weekend. Corinne and I went a little hard. Not going to lie. Yeah, we we did the most. And the next day, we were like, ow. We had like a christening of my new place. We got yeah. cacio e pepe pizza from Pizzana and then drank a full bottle of wine, had some other things. Yep. And it was just a, a wild night. And, <laughs> and we, yeah. And unfortunately, we also did it on like a, a Sunday on night. a Sunday night. So Monday morning came and we were like, oh, we forgot. Like, we're 27. That, yeah. I, 27 really changes everything, you guys. Anyway. Anyways, we really digressed. <laughs> wow, we've really gotten. I exposed my um, secret life with honey, which I did not know I was going to ever speak about again. So. Listen. Here we are. We, we trust our amis. We trust you guys. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to have us cover a topic, if you're confused about something in life, feel free to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod or email us at Am I Doing This Right Pod at gmail.com. And we love an email. We love we prefer when you guys, an email. We love you when you guys could. email us. We, we really so do. We get so excited about it. Also, we have a website, amidoingthisrightpod.com. Lastly, and most importantly, rate and review. Yeah. Shoot us a little rate and review. Do it for Miss, do it, do it for honey. Do it for honey. Okay. Do it for honey. Give a little review. If you guys yeah. like listening to us, let us know on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yep. Leave yep. a little review for us. And share with your friends. Yes. And thank you for listening. And we will be back next weekend. Wh- weekend. Next week. Next week. <laughs> Or weekend if you want to listen to us then. Listen to this podcast whenever you'd like, (laughs) but next week with another episode. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.